KCBS News Time 532. Stan, at times, Elon Musk has been compared to Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, and P.T. Barnum. This week's launch and landing of SpaceX's Falcon Heavy rocket. He he's basically all three wrapped up into one. For more, jo- we're joined live on the KCBS Ring Central News Line by Americus Reed, professor of marketing at the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School. Thank you for joining us this morning. Pleasure to be here. Thanks very much. What is making Elon Musk so different from other people who have been very innovative, particularly during our tech era? Yeah, I think Elon Musk is quite a brand in of, of himself. He is a visionary. He's a futurist. He's a quirky guy. He's an, a bit of an oddball. He's kind of a nerd. But he has this ability to kind of play on our attraction to science fiction and the wonderment of the possibilities of what might be possible in the future. So I think people are attracted to that. We talked about the Edisons and the Fords, and people like that sort of have this place in the American psyche, the the inventor, the go-getter. Is Musk in that category now? Are we throwing this at him too soon? No, I think he is in that category. I think where he's a little bit different is that when you look at sort of the classic icons of business, uh, both from the past and even in more recent present times, I think the difference is that, you know, you take a Steve Jobs or you take one of these other individuals who are able to see five to ten years in the future. I think Elon Musk and what sort of defines him is that he's trying to see 50, 100, 150 years into the future. And so that kind of makes him a very unique character and quite special and different. How big of a difference does it make that he has the money to do some of the experiments that he wants to do? Oh, it's, it's the biggest difference in the world because basically he can be this visionary and he can put his money where his mouth is. And so, you know, to go out there and just, here, I'm going to start a car company or I'm going to start an energy company or I'm going to do all of these wonderful things, it makes you believe that, okay, he's not just a master publicist and a PR guy and a showman, but he's actually, he actually believes in these things. He actually believes that he can be a part of the conversation in creating the new reality that might exist in the future. How much of it has to do with the trimmings around the edges? For example, the rocket launch was pretty cool, but throwing a car into space puts a whole other spin on it. Yeah, it's, it's quirky, right? Here's the thing. People love to share stories that are interesting and relevant. So you can envision yourself sitting around the water cooler talking about something like that. And, and Musk knows this. So he adds these additional sort of components because he knows that's going to spur conversation. That's going to create additional word of mouth. People are going to be talking about it. And when you're talking about it, you're sort of elevating the brand itself. So it's a very smart strategy that he's doing. You know, back to this issue of having enough money to do what you want to do, is there anything besides making everybody rich. Is there anything that we can do in the United States to encourage more of this kind of innovation? Yeah, I think we can. I think we can sort of build into our sort of curriculums and how we teach business the idea of that it's not bad thing to to dream a little bit and to try to put yourself in a world 200 years from now. I mean, if you think about, you know, 200 years ago, if you would have told people that, you know, you'd be able to sit on a seat 30,000 miles above uh, the earth and go 500 miles an hour, they would have thought you were crazy. So when you have someone like Elon Musk who says, hey, I can come up with something like Hyperloop, this this sort of interesting kind of science fiction-based uh, transportation vehicle for the future, you know, it, it's really inspiring. And so I think trying to create that inspiration in our curriculum, having people read science fiction and read these kinds of things that have uh, often inspired Musk is something that we can actually build into the learning process. You, you mentioned Hyperloop. We've talked about SpaceX. We haven't brought up the boring company yet, his idea of digging big tunnels under everywhere and moving things around underground instead of on the top. Each of these sort of taking on uh, a job or an area that the government not long ago was paying for from the private side. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's correct. I think that's part of the Elon Musk brand is to say that, listen, I'm this visionary. Hey, look, I'm not just going to sit around and react to what's going on. I'm going to be a force in creating what's going on. So it's a very powerful part of his brand to actually take that money and do things and to create these new realities that sort of are so whimsical to us everyday consumers. No pun intended, but for Elon Musk, is it really the sky is the limit at this point? Because he's proven himself not only to be a person with a vision, but someone who could make those visions become reality. I think so. I think that the sky is the limit, although, you know, if you look at the Tesla Model 3 right now, massive $650 million quarterly loss because, you know, you've got half a million orders for this sort of mass market electric car and a, a, a sort of a production nightmare that he's faced with in terms of delivering on these things. So he'll have some hiccups, but I think at the end of the day, he believes so much in his vision and his ability to, to have power with respect to thinking about how the future will play out, that he's just going to keep going. And there'll be some hits and misses here and there, but overall, I think he's going to continue to sort of be on this sky's the limit kind of trajectory until somebody stops him. <laughs> All right. Professor, thanks for your time this morning. America's Reed is a professor of marketing at the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School. KCBS News Time 537.